Louise McSharry on 2FM. That is Burning Bridges, the new one from Sigrid. She's back, baby. And um, I am delighted to have the gastro guys in front of me. They're back, baby. Guys, I haven't <laughs> seen you in so long. What an introduction. Thank you so much. It's so lovely to be back here. It makes such a difference to not be like sitting at our dining room table, just yeah. like talking to you through our headphone. Yeah. It's very nice to see always you. always having issues every single time. I know. I know. Every single time. I've never been like so simultaneously grateful for and resentful of technology mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> uh, over the last year and a half. Like we have been truly blessed and also cursed. Um, okay, so today I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about because this actually, I was I was getting my nails done and uh, Maggie, who does my nails, and I were having a chat about carbonara and how it's such a great recipe and it's so simple and straightforward. And she was like, it's actually a really good meal for one mm. as well. And I was like, oh, we need to talk about that in the show. Because oh, dinner for one can be a little grim. Sometimes you don't mm-hmm. feel motivated to actually make yourself something nice, do yeah, you? Yeah, this is a huge issue for us because, like, as you can tell, there's two of us here, um, which <laughs> is a weird irony of coming on talking about dinner for one. But from time to time, life circumstances, work, whatever, we often actually have to cook for ourselves. Yeah. And the, one of by us the way, is, Russell and Patrick are in a relationship. They're not just, like, professionally <laughs> together 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, you're so much better at cooking for yourself whereas mm. I crumble I am the person who goes oh my god I'm cooking for myself I either go opportunity or failure one yeah. or the other and also his cravings lead him everywhere uh, I think I'm more into like if I have stuff I will use it however Russell is more I have a craving and I need that right now in large. Right. You know, so I think our styles and our approaches in the kitchen in that way are very different. Yeah. Um, I'm takeaway or toast. Highs and lows. You know, it's, yeah. a nice, it's a nice Venn diagram you've got going there. And if you go in the middle, a pronto, it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, and like, but it is, I mean, it's fair to say as well that even just in terms of ingredients or whatever, like, you know, you, you know, you can't buy a packet of mints for one person. Exactly. So, you know, you don't always want to make a giant vat of spaghetti bolognese and then eat spaghetti bolognese for five nights mm. in a row. Exactly. And I think a huge thing about recipes that are made are, and are written are often for two, three, four, five. And, yeah. oh, put it in your freezer. Now, we know so many people who talk to us and we're like, oh, just pop it into your freezer. And they're like, I can barely get a bag of ice into my freezer yeah. because it's the little compartment yeah. on the top of the fridge rather than a chest freezer yeah. that everyone seems to have, except us. So batch cooking isn't necessarily something that's good for everyone. Yeah. Also, I just hate the idea of having to have the same thing over and over and over. And I know there's, um, there's, an, there's an audience who really, really absolutely adore the structure and the ease of that but I can think of nothing worse than having to have the same thing over and over and I think in the kitchen it's important to enjoy it and it and it isn't a trudge in and open up the fridge or the freezer and go so what is going to inspire me There should be like a now? shining light out of the fridge. Actually, there is already, but you know, a proper like godly shining light coming out of the fridge going, I want to cook something. Mm. You made an interesting point about a packet of mints and that how mm. it's made, you know, it's, it's a larger quantity and that doesn't really suit cooking for one. We're so into the convenience world of yeah. things. Go to your local butcher's. And you can oh, get yeah. the smaller quantities as you need it, when in you need exact it. exact gram. Yes, that's exactly. very like, clever. I need an and exact 
And what I love about alone. them is that they don't turn around and judge you for wanting less or there's no, oh, there's a minimum price on yeah. buying a thing of mints. And also you're probably su- supporting a small business. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So use them and explain. I am at home alone. I eat for one. Have you any suggestions of interesting um, things I could get and start up that conversation Yeah, because if you're heading into the supermarket all you will see is everything in large and it's offered as this kind of thing of if you get it larger it's cheaper however if you actually check the things at home that you are throwing out quite often it's the extra stuff added value Mm -hmm. that you get almost free Mm. but then it ends up thrown out. So. Yeah, I've become really conscious. We've talked. We talked recently about the, the environmental impact of mm. food waste on mm. the show, and I just hadn't really thought about it until recently, um, which I realised doesn't paint me in a great light, um, because I am terrible for buying things and then forgetting about them, and then they end up in the bin, and yeah. it's my it's the bane of my husband's existence. <laughs> He's the opposite now, so at least we kind of balance each other out. But mm. I've been a lot more conscious of it, and you're so right. It is the thing that you kind of you buy the bigger packet because it makes more kind of, of you think it makes more economical sense. But it, but it actually probably doesn't in the end. Not at all. And mm. the advice that I think that we have is use the things that you have and head to the shop a couple of times a week if you yeah. can. and have a plan, get smaller shops. Therefore, you're kind of holding yourself accountable of, OK, I have this, that and the other and I must use those. And then yeah. after they're gone, I'll head out and get the next thing. And then there's a plan in place. And yeah. I think that really fits in with cooking for one, that it doesn't become just batch cooking, same yeah. meals and a repetitive thing. It's also the thing of buying less, buying loose. That's also an important mm. thing because it's the bags of vegetables yeah. and whatnot that often do. Sp- oh, God. But yeah, you always get a little bit on the spud or it goes a bit of a weird colour if you leave yeah, it too yeah. long and so on. So I think that's probably the biggest tip that we can give when it comes to cooking for one. Yeah. And what about recipes? Because I know people are going to be like, OK, fine. Yes, I'll do that. But what am I actually going to cook? OK, I have a really great skill in the kitchen. Really, really great. And um, I'm happy to come on here and share it this morning. It is instant noodles. <laughs> Okay, I love an instant noodle, and I have packets and packets of them always in in stock in plentiful supply. And how can you elevate it up? Add in extra greens. Add in an egg. Add in some, you know, spicy stuff. Add in some crunchy stuff. How can you use that as a everyday, easy, accessible start and then add on other interesting stuff on top of that and then you are always keeping it interesting and creative and delicious. I have seen this, I have seen people doing this on TikTok. Mm. How many times a show do I mention TikTok? Oh my God, it's actually ridiculous. (laughs) But uh, I've seen people, it's the only thing I have in my life right now. Um, But I've seen people doing this on TikTok and it's amazing the like super glam meals that Mm. they can make so quickly. Like there's one girl who comes home and every night she's like, it's 7.02, I'm making my dinner. And then every night by 20 past she's sitting down and eating like some fantastic, it's usually an Asian inspired meal. Um, So when you say you're buying the instant noodles, are you buying like, is it their particular brand it doesn't need to be highbrow or can it be literally anything it can be absolutely anything okay you kind of go on both ends of the scales because you buy the ones and uh, normally like the asian supermarket that mm. i have up in dublin uh, that we go into has such a 
wall of noodles. Oh, such an array. And it's amazing. Um, But also there's, you know, good quality like dried ones that you sometimes get in the ordinary Mm. supermarkets Mm. or there's um, sometimes fresh ones. There's one called Jan Jan noodles Mm. which are absolutely incredible. I actually had them last night and they were were really nice fresh noodles and they're made in Dublin as well. It's only a start and it's an easy, cheap, accessible start. Yeah. And it kind of adds that structure of it and it's a small individual amount and then add on stuff on top of that so it yeah. could be a ramen it could be a stir fry it could be anything that's actually my favourite type of cooking as well because it's actually assembly as opposed to yeah. cooking exactly. love it and it's fun food because it's noodles and everyone I agree. feels happy when they have noodles I I'm going to do this and this eggs. week eggs are so easy to use in a variety of ways so quick to cook um Scramble omelette. Baked yeah. eggs, though, as a dinner. Now, normally people go eggs equals breakfast. Yeah. Eggs can be a dinner too. Now, a souffle or a souffle. A souffle <laughs> roll. I was like, are you suggesting a souffle? I meant an omelette. I meant an omelette. Why did I think souffle? An omelette. Yeah. It's fantastic as a dinner. And it's also a great way, again, of using up bits that are in the fridge, bits of vegetables, offcuts of, of um, some leftover meat, for example. Yeah. But if you did something like a baked egg, like a shakshuka, mm. adding in lots of hot sauce and a bit of sourdough bread, it can be easily done in in a pan in a pot and baked and it's just a really simple but satisfying dinner too yeah a bit of hot sauce in there if you really want the spice and you crave a bit of spice also a sandwich yeah it isn't only for lunch as in like it isn't only an afternoon thing so have it in the evening everybody loves a sandwich I think I think people don't put the effort in at home always, though. We talked about mm. sandwiches on the show a while ago with mm. Jess uh, from Kai, mm. um, and she had some amazing suggestions because they can be, I mean, artful. Mm, but you have to, again and again, my favourite kind of cooking, assembly. Um, you just need to have the right things. Yeah, and yeah. I think sometimes when you're, I mean, I, I find it, it's not just for when you're shopping for one, but like you kind of tend to just grab the same things. Yeah. So can you give us some inspiration of some exciting things that you could put in your sandwich that would make you look forward to it for your dinner? So I'm sure you're um, aware that our shelves are always heaving, groaning in <laughs> an array of all Kinds of sauces, sprinkles, hot sauces, spreads, condiments. Use your condiments. A spoon here, a spoon there of like anything spicy, anything crunchy, anything soft. It adds in all of those instant extra flavour and texture as well. So Mm. the types of things that we'd be recommending, we have one that's a smoked onion mayo from a cafe out in Spittle and Galway called Bull and Blasta. If you have that on a sandwich or if you have that with chips or wedges, which of course is our signature, um, things like that, it's absolutely amazing. It's a real flavour bomb and it just tastes incredible. Things like the peanut rayu and the cashew crunch, like they make dishes elevated to another level just from the umami crunch that you get from yeah. the peanuts and the chili. I was going to say, what do you add for crunch that isn't crisps? Because that would be what I would immediately <laughs> no, go I to. I always to do that. Addition, <laughs> a great addition. A kraut. Mm. Anything like uh, anything crunchy, mm. fermented. Even even if you want to go fresh, you can look at uh, just some scallions just for that crunch if they're raw. Mm. Um, yeah. Peanuts, crush some peanuts. So get a, um, a little um, bag, a freezer bag and just crush up some peanuts and sprinkle them on top. Also good on your noodles, as you said. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, even bread. If you have a little bit of stale bread, uh, making them into croutons in the oven, just dry them out yeah. a little bit. And, and put just... bread in your 
bread. Oh, bread and your bread. Oh, no, that's no. Well, actually, unless you're oh, you're thinking about the noodles. No, I'm thinking about noodles <laughs> and stuff, yeah. Or something. Um, but no, when it comes I was to like sandwiches... I like bread and bread. <laughs> I'm excited. Like a triple decker, and actually that's a very good thing to do as a nice club sandwich. But if yeah. you... If you um, I think having a good collection of condiments and if you go to the likes yeah. of like the Fumbly Stables, the Fallon Burns of this world, mm. and you can pick up those really great, delicious Irish uh, often condiments and just make really delicious sandwiches with them. Okay, great. Um, before you go, any any other quick recipe ideas? I'm obsessed with do, this. Is if you're going to be fancy for yourself and you deserve to be fancy from time to be. Yeah. Yes. Um, get a steak. Do a steak and a board sauce. Now it's not made with boards. It's actually made on the board. So it's things like uh, garlic, different types of herbs, uh, some chili, and a bit of olive oil and a squeeze of uh, lemon juice, and then just chop it up really, really finely as much as you can. And then when you cook your steak, rest the steak on the board, mm. and then it soaks up all of that flavour and then you have a sauce pre-made no need for like roux and making peppercorn mm-hmm. sauces or anything like that but that's if you're feeling fancy mm. I, 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 and you feel fancy also. I want to steak right now <laughs> um, <laughs> and do you have one more for the road um, rice bowls um, I think these are a really great thing uh, to come up with so it's worth bearing in mind as well about the uh, portion sizes that mm. you know I think people when they especially cooking for one with passes pulses rices yeah. they often cook too much and yeah. then end up too much too full and then wasting and so on and so forth so a rice bowl again kind of in the same vein as the noodles you can throw in some pickles if you have some leftovers from like a roast or if you went to the family the other day and they gave you some vegetables throw them in on top and just mix it all together with a bit of a sauce and just customise it like the poke bowls um, except you don't want to have raw fish at home all the time I would well you would yeah but I, not me not me um, I wouldn't be brave enough no, I definitely would not no. well look thank you so much I hope we've inspired some people to get cooking nicely for themselves you deserve a nice dinner whether there's 10 people in your house or just you thank you so much Russell Offord and Patrick Hanlon aka the Gastro Gaze thank you. Louise McSherry on 2FM